The Randall Report, Season 1, Episode 26. That's news to me. Five. Four. Three. <laughs> two. One. <laughs> right, okay, well, good morning to you. And good, good day, good afternoon. Depends what time you're listening, of course. But it's morning, right, at this moment, just for the next few minutes at least. So how have you been, Mel? I'm okay, how are you? Yeah, not bad, you know, not bad. So, um, yeah, um, well, plough straight on, obviously, uh, in 10 minutes or less. Um, and today's subjects, just to give you the heads up, we're going to be talking about the prospect of the lights going out over Britain uh, this winter uh, with possible power cuts. And uh, we're also going to, to uh, have a little chat about what is happening at the moment with all the protests, the women protesting in Iran following uh, the death of uh, one Kamal's Amina. Yes, um, right. I shall consult the notes, of course. And uh, the the, uh, the fact that um, COVID rates are suddenly surging again uh, and what uh, this means in uh, uh, what we're in for this winter. So um, we'll kick off, shall we? Will the lights go out this winter? Will our viewers and listeners be deprived of our dulcet tones? Or will they be spared, depending on which way you're looking at it? Um, <laughs> some of them will be begging for it, perhaps. Um, yeah, so with the prospect of the lights going out this winter with electric and power cuts, um, not dissimilar to what, of course, happened in the mid-70s, um, how are people going to cope and how come we've got here? Mel! Well, you're old enough to remember. So what was it like yeah, well, in the I'm 70s? F- well, <laughs> I remember in the 70s. Because we, um, have, we have no frame of reference. Right, okay. Well, I can... We've never, well, I mean, apart from power cuts here and there, it's like a power cut. And if it's like a power cut... Yeah, well, just the every, last time just, you had a power cut? Yeah. Well, last year. What you live uh, we, in we, the posh we, area, but we get them quite regularly. No, oh, we've never once, once a year, a few hours, maybe more. We'll get power outage. Oh, right, okay. You know, cables that need to be fixed. Yeah, and we've only we've only had one power outage uh, here that I can remember, and that was um, because I put a wet kettle. So your fault on to boil? Yes, it was. I blew the fuses. <laughs> so in the whole minutes. in the whole building? No, no, in the flat. So it's a ten minute outage. Yeah, that's it. Just yeah. my stupidity. Okay. No, no, okay. Where where I am, it's hours. As in they have to like dig holes in, in the street, they have to find the fault, they need to repair the fault, they need to check it. Then the power goes out again, so they reconnect everything. How is it? And, was... then, and then it, it can be, it can be one, two hours, or it can be half a day, or sometimes more. But what we do is we make sure that we sort of put water in a Put water in pans so we can boil water. Oh, you've got a gas stove. Gas stove, right, okay. gas stove, and things like that. Yeah. The annoying thing is obviously no no internet, so you make do with your phone until that runs out. And then, right. and then so, it's like if it's late late at night, you put your candles on, you read a book, you get cozy, and then all of a sudden all the lights come on, yeah. and then the book gets thrown away. The board game gets put back. And hopefully you remember to dash the candle out 
Yeah. So you don't wake up in the morning needing to redecorate your bedroom. Yeah. But we don't, yeah. But I mean, once in a while you can tolerate if it's every, I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't know what the plan is. Is it going to be every day um, for three hours? Well, let, let's wind it back to the 70s. In the 70s, it was sort of uh, so many hours per day, as I remember, for so many days per week. And it kind of went in. Uh, and But of course, we had the three day week. So industry had to, to, to uh, change as well. So it was the same situa- the situation there. You could only open your, so if you were running a factory for three days of the week. Um, uh, but in terms of, of outages at home, obviously back then you didn't have all the kind of uh, energy um, levels of consumption, and consumption that we have now. I mean, you had your TV and you might have an electric, well, you probably had an electric oven and possibly a gas hob. Um, so, uh, you know, you could cook on the hob. We couldn't cook in the oven. Um, and you were denied the TV. Uh, if you had a ra- of course, back then you had a transistor radio, yeah. So you probably had a battery, um, you know, a ghetto blaster radio or some kind of similar implement. That if you had batteries, of course, then you were all right. Other than that, it was candles and go to bed early. Um, I'm not being funny, so ultimately, it, ultimately, it's no big deal. It was no big deal. We I shouldn't mean, be in this situation. Because obviously, as we were talking about before, it's just really bad planning that we find ourselves yes, exactly. in this situation today. But ultimately, it's an inconvenience and people will just figure it out and make do. But I'm assuming things like hospitals have their own generators. So they'll have power consistently. It's not like a hospital will run out of power. No, I would imagine that, that obviously for, for, for like critical, critical yeah. infrastructure. It remains uh, constant, but um, you know, if 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 it comes to to our situation, um, to to you know, modern day, I mean, people aren't so limited because, of course, they've they've got battery packs. A lot of people, so they can charge up the battery pack to make sure their laptop or tablets charge. Yep. So, if they know the power cuts are going to be on prescribed days for the three hours in the evening, yeah, but they, won't they could it. make sure. But they, won't have, but they won't have broadband, will they? No, but you can download your movie and watch it yeah. offline, and 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 uh, providing your battery pack and your tablets are charged up. But then, you know, what does that mean for everybody going mad charging their bits of equipment up during the day? before the evening cutoff. I mean, the whole logistics of it is entirely different to to what we experienced in the 70s. And to be quite honest, when I think about it with a little bit of thought, then really it's not like you're sitting there with nothing in the dark, unless you might be elderly, of course, and you haven't got all of this kind of technical equipment and uh, benefits to, to, to... Charge bits and pieces up and, and your family, carry on. And your family no longer love you and want to visit you anymore. Yes, and all they want to do is stick you in a care home with lots of uh, orange warning uh, cords in every room. <laughs> so ultimately, no big deal. No, I don't think it's a big deal. I think, uh, obviously, if you're, as I said, very elderly and firm or... or um, then obviously it's a bit of a different issue. But good God, you know... It's not well, yeah, the end of the your world. Yeah, because your boiler won't work either, right? No, because there's no pump. There's no pump. I mean, I've been cut off 
when I lived up in Leicestershire with the Snowed Inn in uh, Bad Winter in the early, I think probably about 1990, I think maybe. And, uh, uh, and cut off so we didn't have any heating, lighting or uh, electricity for five days. And, but I had a coal fire, an open fire, and a gas hob. And between the gas hob and the open fire, um, I, thought, I think I can't remember whether my oven was gas. Uh, I don't know, if it had been, I might have stuck my head in it. Um, so, uh, yeah, and we managed. It wasn't great, it was in the middle of winter. It was fucking cold. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, it's not every day, it's not permanent. Um, and it's, you know, that's a damn sight easier now when you've got the ability to charge things up in advance. But why have we got here? I mean, all these cars that are now electric being charged up, all this electronic equipment. Um, uh, isn't it the case that 12 years of this government that somehow an energy policy has been lagging? Well, yeah, we were saying that sort of there was a nuclear power plant that had been given a green light. Is this the one where China's investment was yeah, involved? Yeah, and then they pulled it. Wasn't that, wasn't that under Theresa May? Didn't she get into government and then she suddenly uh, was suddenly she couldn't make up her mind whether to give it the green light or not? And then yeah. I now can't remember whether in the end she did give it the green light and it's had the red light again since. But the result is, is that we don't have a nuclear power station that's operational. At all? At all. Well, no, no, no. We do. But the one that they were building, they stopped, right. which would have reduced energy for, I think, 12% of the country. Wow. So that's sort of in limbo. Yeah. And there's nothing you can, we agreed that there's nothing you can do to resolve the issue because the resolution would only be sort of four or five years down the line. Yes, well... Um, well how was... much solar can you put up? How much? How many more wind farms can you... Build and is the answer handing out fracking licenses? I think not. But it's the fastest and easiest way to get energy in. But it's still years it's the, They've, they've well, increased they, the gas supply by 25%, apparently, from the North Sea. But, of course, that doesn't alter a bugger all. But isn't this because of a lacking energy policy for the last 12 years? We've had 12 years of Tory government. And it seems to me that uh, this is something I remember being talked about a good 10 years ago uh, as an issue that for, for coming down the line for about yeah. now. Um, and, and yet bugger all's been done about it. Well, that's right. Bugger all's been done about it. So therefore we have blackouts. Thank you to successive <laughs> Tory prime ministers. And no doubt this one included. Bugger all will get done. The right. bugger all party. Much. <laughs> and they're talking about swinging cuts again, but never mind. That's on a different subject entirely. So, um, yeah, there are obvious things before we uh, close the subject on. I mean, there are obvious little things that people can do in the absence of a government kind of information blitz on how we can all save energy and avoid the the prospect of power cuts. Um, but there's so many things that people can do to, to, to save money for themselves as well as save uh, energy overall. 
Um, wouldn't you think the government should be having a big information splurge? I'm sure they will at some point. Well, they've said no to it, haven't they? Have they? Yes. Because it probably sounds condescending. Well, you know, it's like, oh, Liz Truss doesn't only, have only, to do anything to sound condescending. Only boil one cup of water in your kettle as opposed to three, because it will save your energy. No one wants to hear that. Because they, no one, you yeah. think they already know it. Well, no, but people just don't want to listen to that kind of stuff. Okay. so They don't want to be babied into being told what to do and how to save right. energy. Okay. You shouldn't have to be in that situation in the first place. I did hear it. So, then, so then don't you, don't you then go tell me what I need to do to save energy right. when you're the one that put us in this situation. In the first place, I guess that's fair enough. I did hear Argos uh, had had a big consignment of electric blankets in, which sold out in a, in a blink. Electric then blankets. You can't, how do you, how do you um, uh, get the thing hot if you've been cut off? Well, you don't. That's it. So, but electric blankets, air fryers, onesies, hot water bottles. Yes. Well, we've got our onesies. I wanted to buy another to make it twosies. <laughs> but we next, need a spare topic. one. A spare one, you know. Twosies. But, uh, uh, so I better get a hurry on then if I haven't got to kind of just keep watching the one I've got. It did keep you warm though. Next topic. Anyway, on to the next topic. Uh, uh, convenience. Oh, no, your computer's broken. Um, was <laughs> damn it, it wasn't charged up. Um, it's uh, about the death of Masa Amina last month in Iran, <coughs> arrested by uh, the uh, morality police, Tehran's morality police. I mean, the, the title is is. Almost well, every, Orwell's 1984. Every Arabic it? country uh, morality, has a morality police. I mean, seriously. And she was allegedly beaten to death after being arrested by the morality police. Obviously, it's not in their list of don'ts not to beat people uh, to a pulp. Uh, and all of this for wearing, breaking what was the hijab dress code. Apparently, it wasn't only that, but apparently her... Her trousers were not quite long enough, which justifies you a beating. Laugh. No, I'm dead serious. Right. So it was not only so it was not only the, she the died hitch. for because of a bit of ankle. Pretty much. I mean, seriously, because she she didn't live in that particular part of Iran. The morality was, police should have a field day here if they but, saw yeah. some of the tarts around here with the flaming lycra up there. But so. <laughs> She she had travelled from a different Wait, part of from a different part of Iran, right? And there she had no issue. So right. wherever her home was, she would walk around pretty freely much as, as as she was, as she was, and it was never an issue. But at some so obviously, when she then decides to go to this different part of Iran, yeah, the morality police found it unacceptable, and they took her into custody, and then killed her, and then killed her. Um. And of course, this has resulted in mass protests. Um, some hundred and I think hundred and eighty-five people have died so far in the protests, uh, and and it's even obviously it's spreading uh, sympathy, if you like, across the globe as uh, I, and I hate people that. cut bits of I hair hate, off. I hate that. Um, That's the most stupid thing in the world. But let's show my let's show support by cutting a tuft of hair. Yeah, you know, well done. 
Well done. What have you achieved? What have you achieved? Congratulations. You, yes. Yeah. You know, there is definitely something's going to happen, whether it's something horrific, if or the Iranian, if the Iranian the government James, sort of... Is, yeah. Either the Iranian government are really going to clamp down and it's going to be a bloodbath until they get this under control, or it will lead to some sort of change. Well, you know, I but, think, but, you know... But, but who knows? Iranians are also saying, you know, it's an Israeli and a Western plot to destabilise the government, so they're putting that sort of message out there as well now. Obviously, a lot of people are going down the other direction where they're saying, look, it wasn't that long ago when Iranian women, women you know, were much freer. They didn't have to wear a hijab at all. They were dancing, yeah, singing... That? Uh, what early seventies? Oh, we mean before Iran took well because it, it didn't they didn't have the revolution until seventy nine. Exactly. So it was a much freer um, society. So you In think fact, they, they do they you were, think forty fifty years have had enough? It's up to them. It's up to the people. Well, of course it is. But how many people are is, how many people are prepared to die for the cause? This this is the question. This is much like Ukraine. You know, it's obviously it's a different scenario, but the question is. Given given the government knowing what they're capable of, how far are you willing to go to 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 sort of to get your to get Which your government? rights back? Iranian government. No, you were comparing it to Ukraine. Oh, to Ukraine. So, as in, how much blood are you prepared to spill for your freedom and for your rights? Right. Okay. Everybody, well, every, think, everybody has their limit. The I, question is, what's mm, the, what are Iranian people? I think you'll limits? find that some often it comes to a point where that limit is almost insurmountable, as we saw through the concept, if you like, of the Second World War, which the concept of it was literally fighting for our freedom and not for some horrible authoritarian rule under Adolf Hitler should be won. Um, and uh, the the effort to to becomes almost insurmountable, um, and it, it. I'm wondering whether Iran's reached a tipping point of people saying, "Okay, we've had enough of this bullshit." Um, Iran, yeah, I mean, Iran was uh, a beacon at one point. Exactly, it truly was. It exactly. was seen as a, as a jewel in the crown. You know, and, and, and then the West got involved and. Well, well, at the end of the day, you can't you you can blame the West for poking their nose in, um, perhaps where it wasn't wanted, but it's, it's not again, there. It's a, it's a trigger. It, unfortunately, it ends up with the unless uh, the law of unintended consequences, ending up with a regime that is twice as uh, the, the exact opposite of what you were hoping to achieve. Um, but uh, you know, uh, how long are people? in any situation, willing to live under the thumb. History, every time, seems to, to, you know, at some point. And has Iran reached that point where it's like, no more? If this is another colour revolution, this is as good a trigger as any other. You know, that woman shouldn't have died. You know, what did she die for, exactly? And, you know, a mother mother having seen her body went home and hung herself. I was reading last night in the news. The mother obviously had to identify her and that she was so overcome by the 
mess they left her daughter in. Look, all I can say she is that home and home all I can say is that I hope that all people in Iran come together for good. Mm. You know, and you know, you shouldn't have to live under those no. under those circumstances and under that kind of rule. No, because exactly. if you if you don't have general freedoms, what's the point of, too, of existing? And too much of the world's is still um, reality without the freedom it should it should be enjoying, whether it be in places like China, North Korea, yeah, even Russia, even America. You know, uh, well, yes, you know, you can argue the level of freedoms even in America today well, they, with things that are going on. But yes, I agree. with the, uh, the fact that the, uh, denying the right of, of, of women uh, you know, uh, it's over their own body. I, uh, it's simple self-expression. Yeah. It should be the ability to express yourself as you choose. Mm -hmm. As yeah. long as you don't do harm to someone else. To someone else. Exactly, exactly right. I agree. Well, yeah, in time. Anyway, Onwards, upwards. That's a subject that's going to, I suspect, come. This will roll on for roll a long on, time. Yes, Absolutely. I think um, we might be talking about this again in some months. You never know yeah. um, as things change. Lastly, the last subject is back to the old COVID, as numbers have suddenly jumped in uh, parts of England by near enough 100% in the space of a week, uh, looking at the figures up until the end. Um, uh, the week ending 1st of October. Um, and it is, yes, it looks as though we're in for another bout of it over the winter. I notice cases have risen sharply in China again. Um, but Hong Kong is still open. Um, uh, yes. Do you think, what What do you, uh, I mean, is this a little bit of a warning for everybody to, to take a bit of heed? Or do you think that's uh, kind of, you know, um, as the hospital numbers are about to start climbing, of course, um, as we see this uh, unfolding. Yeah. But um, do you think there should be some messaging to at least encourage people to, to take a more of a sensible approach, wear masks in certain situations perhaps, and, and uh, just try and mitigate that way or do you think people are so bored with it they're not bothering to have their next booster it looks like the numbers are fairly paltry this time going for for the latest vaccine vaccines do you think um it's kind of uh we're all a little warned by it and therein lies a risk i think it's the other side i think it's the government will almost certainly not intervene at all at all right. they don't want the hassle Right. It will damage the economy. It will decimate the economy. But if millions are ill, then it's going to decimate. I think the numbers yeah, to no, the end no. of the 1st of October in this country were uh, 1,050,000-something, 370. Yeah, but it yeah. doesn't matter. Because if it's not in the papers and it's not being mentioned on the news, no one cares. Right. And I think that's the point. As long as it's not being advertised that things are getting worse right then you already are resolving an issue in terms of having to sort of put out warnings against you know going into public spaces uh, social distancing wearing masks potential lockdowns 
you know, how bad do things have to get before the government starts to say, we need to go down the lockdown route again? Because mm. we haven't heard anything from the government well, about uh, I'm not even suggesting uh, the, the, the prospect of a lockdown, because I, I think... Yeah, but why not? Why not? If numbers get that bad, why is a lockdown not on the table? That's an interesting point. Do you think uh, we might not want it? But if things get bad enough, surely that should be an option. Well, like, a, like a circuit breaker. When, like when was circuit the circuit breaker? Yeah, yeah that was, right. was a week or whatever it was. Ten yes, days. Yes, November twenty twenty. I think I don't, it was, I don't remember. It? But there was a circuit breaker yes. saying that things are getting really yeah. bad. We'll lock down for a number of days, try to get things under control, and then we'll start to step start things to back. Step things back again. Well, that kind of make that would make sense, wouldn't it? But the weather's getting colder. People are getting iller. You know, like you said, the numbers are doubling. The They'll probably are, yeah, will probably double again next month. I mean, I I I, uh, I was thinking less in terms of a lockdown, just more in terms of certain restrictive behaviours or some restricted, um, you know. Uh, mass wearing in certain places, etc. As it has remained the case, I noticed as is something I've said before in Spain. Yeah, there are certain places you that you're still required to wear a mask. So they're they whilst it's you know a lot more relaxed, different as chalk and cheese from a year ago. Um, nevertheless, they've kept some yeah. common Look, I, sense. I think ultimately people need to take a bit more accountability for themselves. Right. If you're not not feeling that well, don't go into work. You know, if you're starting to feel a bit of a bit of a tickle at the back of your throat, put a mask on. Yeah. If things really do deteriorate, stay at home. Well, contact, contact the one, 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 or what's the one, one, two, whatever it is. And just let, let someone know that you're not doing too good and then sort of take advice COVID on. from helplines and things like yeah, that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, but, yeah, I mean, really, COVID or no COVID? What the fuck is it with people who go to work? Selfish like, oh, bastards. yeah. I've had a sore throat for two days and I've got a bit of a fever. It's like, oh, cheers, mate. Yeah. What are you doing here then? What the fuck? I mean, where is the, how can I say, bit of shared responsibility in going, clearly I'm poorly. Uh, should I be spreading this amongst my workmates, friends, yeah. et cetera, et cetera? Look, unnecessary just because I'm a selfish git. Look, I was in the pharmacy last week. Yeah. There's another lady sat by the, sat by the counter. Yeah. Deep, wheezy cough. Right. As I walk in, I see this lady. I was like, no, thank you very much. And I turned around and I walked off. Right. But at what point does she not realise that she's ill? She could wait outside. Right. You know, she could be given... The well, pharmacy the cost could have been something else. I don't it? care what it was. Right. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> you know, don't. she didn't cover her mouth. She didn't have a mask. That's the thing she I can't bear. But if you're going into a pharmacy, you're why coughing everywhere. But why can't the pharmacist say, "Look, love, yeah, stick a mask Look, on, bitch, or fuck off outside, <laughs> and I'll see you in a second. Hello. Why Hello. Can't, why can't we do that oh, instead of just leaving it there to cough, potentially infecting the, the staff there as well as anyone else? Well, pharmacist looks at it. That's good. That's another three customers tomorrow to buy some Benelin. 
<laughs> Maybe they paid it to sit there. <laughs> That's possible. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. I mean, it's 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 like the thing is the 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 you get these notices. Please, if you've got symptoms of flu, please don't come to the doctor's surgery. It's just slightly ironic, of course, because you're only supposed to go to the doctors when you're ill. Uh, but uh, quite, quite rightly, if it's something that is, you know, bloody stay at home. Well, you know, you, it's, you go to the doctor, unless you're really at death's door, uh, to be honest, what's the doctor going to do? Google it and give you a bunch of tablets. What we do need to be concerned about is bird flu. Is what? Bird flu. Bird flu. Four and a half million birds. I know. So I far. Know. There you go. Yeah. That's the other thing. Don't be worrying about the fact that you, you, how you're going to afford to cook the Christmas dinner. You ain't getting no Christmas dinner. But it's There's not no turkey. But it's not only um, birds reared for food. Yes. It's also like general population birds as well. You know, I spoke to a cousin of mine that likes to go to the north of Scotland. Yeah. She likes bird watching. You know, she was saying that the number of birds, I think even a month ago, yeah, you know, were much fewer than what she remembers. She goes to the same place every yeah, day. Yeah, but isn't that... But they, they, they were birds dead on the beach. Oh, really? There were dead birds on the beach, and there was a sign saying, don't approach the bird, don't go anywhere near the thing. Just contact, you know, a number, and someone will... will right, so to... it's, it's a lot worse. Because I know I've read a little bit about the bird flu, um, and I think we might have touched on it previously. And if it mutates, but... you're screwed. But, I mean, of course, and of course it was bird flu that started the Sp- Spanish flu epidemic and the, and these, are, these, are, these are big numbers, again, it's not really big. The worst in history, I am told. What's the worst in history? The, the number of birds... Uh, the, the bird flu epidemic here. At the moment. At the moment. And, but I didn't realise it was getting in, into other species. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's not just, birds, yeah. Other, other types. So it's not just ones reared for food. So it's in general population. Well, I'll tell you what, no, nobody would mind too much if it was the fucking pigeons that got loads of it. Could do without them bloody things flapping about the neighbourhood. They serve a purpose. Yeah, rats with wings. They don't serve any purpose at all, except to to give something to do to old biddies who throw uh, broken up loaves of bread at them. People might say the same thing about you, sir. Well, they don't chop bread at me. Yes, they do. <laughs> I've had worse things chopped at me. <laughs> yes, sir. Done. So that's it. So look out for the bird flu, everybody. You're not going to Turkey this Christmas. Well, hang on a minute. I'm still buying chicken. We're trying to get a goose for Thanksgiving. You're trying to get a goose for Thanksgiving, really. But Thanksgiving's in November, isn't it? October, yeah, November, November. November, November. I don't really celebrate Thanksgiving. Why are you celebrating Thanksgiving? Justine's American, isn't she? Is it? Yes, she is American, isn't she? Yeah. So Thanksgiving. <laughs> Right, okay, so... so. Don't you want to give thanks for anything? Well, Maybe you should start Thanksgiving. Yeah, but it's... it's Ignorance. It's just nonsense, though. Why is it, why is it nonsense? Well, it's just nonsense. It's bloody Christmas, isn't it, really? So you don't celebrate Christmas? Well, only from the point of view we have a holiday and we cook some nice food and we do stick a Christmas tree up. But, you know, what has it really got to do with anything except uh, consumerism and, you know, well, where's the guy... The thing with the red because suits you're spending time with all... your family who are thousands of fucking miles away 
That's why you should give thanks. Uh, what, the thousands yeah. of miles away? Not, yeah, there you go. I'll get a turkey in them for November and and uh, and celebrate the fact that there's distance. On that, on note, that note, spot everybody. on for time. Ciao for now.